Any information obtained from our website or the live show is not intended to be a substitute for professional care. If you have or you suspect you might have an illness or other medical condition, you should consult a health care provider. The opinions expressed on this radio program are not necessarily those of this radio show or their sponsors. People of the world, let's get together. Let's all make this world a I have two men that I'm that I'm sexual with. They're not really the right fit for me. I'm getting a lot of my I'm getting my needs met from these men that aren't the right fit. Should I stay with where I'm at or should I close the door on the two men that I'm seeing? If I want to meet someone who's available, I need to make myself available. I don't want to go back with you. Listen to that, please. I don't want to go backwards with you. I want all of you, just you with me and living the life that I have and that I want and that I'm creating or nothing at all. I want all or nothing. You certainly don't deserve to have someone that's cheated on you and ran away from you, abandoned you and all that stuff. I'm tremendously sorry for any pain that I've caused you. And I stand in judgment of it, whether you judge me or not. We could be completely together, like extraordinary, really just propelling our life and being light for other people and helping them. I don't like other people. I know you don't. Neither do I. (laughs) And welcome to Understand Each Other. Let's talk relationships with relationship coach Derek Hart. I'm Lori Z, your host, and let's get started. Hi there. This is Derek Hart, and uh, I wanted to go right into a topic today. Uh, I, I had a couple in my office a couple days ago, and uh, it is absolutely fascinating how uh, scared a couple is when they first sit down and they are in my office. And what happens often is they uh, feel like they have no idea what's coming, and I just start casually talking to them, and uh, I ask usually one of them, what's bothering you? you know, what's bothering you? And what they usually go into is explaining what's bothering them. And they say a lot of things about what's bothering them about their partner. And the partner listens. And then eventually we get to the other partner and the partner says, and this is what's bothering me about her. And they go back and forth. And that's fine because they finally get some acceptance they've always wanted. And I basically share with them that it's absolutely okay that all of this has been bothering them. But what eventually happens is they need to learn something a little bit different. And what they need to learn is that one of the least effective methods of getting your needs met is explaining over and over and over what's bothering you about your partner. And the way they eventually get to that three or four hours later into working with me is by learning how to approach their partner with this uh, really unique idea that I call vulnerability. And they learn how to approach and say what's bothering them. And they learn how to do it in a way that doesn't offend their partner. It takes a little bit of time, and it is the most incredible thing to watch, to actually see them learn this skill. It's an art. It's a skill. 
almost everybody that comes into my office can learn it and can pick it up. And eventually they learn how to lead a conversation where they first praise their partner, say something they like about them. Then they launch into their own feelings about what's bothering them. And then at the end, they sprinkle on a little extra thing, which is how their partner has been part of that. Takes a few hours to get there. And when they get there, they're no longer fighting. And that is a very simple method to teach. And we're all a little bit stubborn to learning it, and it's possible to learn. So I feel really blessed to explain that to couples and watch them go through that process. So I believe we have a caller on the line, Gayla. And uh, is that right, Lori? We have a caller waiting? Yep. We have a caller waiting. Gayla's on the line for you. Okay. Hi, Gayla. What's going on with you? Hey, Derek. Um, Hi. So um, I am in the process of completing a a five-and-a-half-year-long relationship. um, Okay. With a really um, wonderful and gentle soul. And um, I'm in the process, actually, of the next weeks I'm packing and um, spending time reflecting, going through things that I'll, you know, like journals that I'll keep or what should I do with them, you know, those types of questions. And then also reflecting on notes that I've taken about what I'm looking for in relationship and adjusting my own my own life, my own internal world to be able to experience more of the things that I um, have been hoping that I would be able to create and experience in a relationship. Great. Great, great, great. Do you have a thought or a question you've been hovering around about uh, how how to get this need met or how to achieve this in your life? What's been the main question you you've been having with yourself? Um, well, I think the, I think one of the questions has to do with like a soulmate kind of relationship. Um, and something was just recently shared with me that, that I'm integrating, I'm thinking about it and I'm reflecting on it. Um, it seems like my, my partner that I'm now separating from um, there are things to consider, like, should we continue to have a friendship, um, you know, after we have a period of, like, letting each other um, have 100% space, you know, which I think is good to just get get yourself fully back to yourself and allow sure. for them to do the same. Um, yeah. um so, you know, I've been wondering if, um, if, if one, if, um, you know, is it really just totally healthy and fine to have a, a friendship relationship once that period has passed? Because uh, some people yeah. say, Look, close that door completely, you know? <laughs> yeah, let me, um, can I, can I say something about that real quick? Yeah, uh, and then I, I then I, th- I think we might have to go to commercial in a minute. So let me just let me just give you a thought about that. Uh, it, it's okay. it's a really common thing. I don't want to say it's simple, but it, it's it's really common to inquire about wanting to have a friendship right when a relationship is ending. And 
What I think is important about that is to know that I think a romantic relationship has to die first. I think it has to complete. I think it has to end. I think you have to wash away the experience of your your bodies being intertwined and, and what that does. It's like it's in your cells, right? And mm-hmm. when that has washed away and gone away, I think it's much more realistic to see if there's a friendship waiting on the other side. And mm-hmm. that is uh, uh, that is that is a great way to go about it. The, the truth, I believe, is that people often try to have a friendship right away, and that's a way of not letting go and completing the relationship. Actually. Right. Uh, 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 moving right into the loss and feeling the loss makes you become available for something new. And I think that's the reason why people uh, often uh, want to hold on. So, so I think we have to go to a commercial and uh, will you come back on and ask the, the, the next question? Will you come back sure. on soon? Absolutely. All right. All right. Okay. Thanks for calling in. Yep. Take care. Let's go to Thanks, a, Kayla. we're going to go to a commercial break. Um, if you'd like to check out Derek's website, it is, understandseachother.com. We'll also take live calls at 888-627-6008. Stay with us. Shine the light on everyone so they may find their way. Hey, it's Derek Hart. Now, are you in a romantic relationship? How's it working for you? Couples come to me and tell me how complicated their problems are. But you want to know a secret? Couples only have one problem. Unfortunately, it's the problem that destroys trust. The problem? Not listening, not knowing how, or forgetting how. You're being too sensitive, you're overreacting. Ever heard that? What you must learn to rebuild a troubled relationship is listening. It's an art form. Work with me on your relationship and fall back in love with your partner. Your relationship will never be the same, and maybe that's a good thing. Send me a private confidential message through my website understandeachother.com and let's help you find the love of your life who's probably right in front of you understandeachother.com nothing is missing but your smile love is the answer don't you ask me why and we are back on understand each other talking relationships with Derek Hart and Derek I believe your next caller is on the line uh Henry is joining us Henry, hi. What's happening with you right now? Oh, man, Derek, I'm in a bad space. Oh, boy. Yeah. Tell me what's happening. You're in a a relationship. Uh, Something's going on there? Yes, six years. Uh, I'm, by the way, so your listeners will know, I'm 70 years old. (laughs) Okay. I'm not a a millennial or whatever. And... (laughs) uh, what I've learned over the years is that relationships are a lot of freaking work. <laughs> yeah, anyway, a lot to learn. Uh, so we've gotten to, you know, we, you know, we got over. The, I mean, it was love at first sight for me, and then, you know, I I'd had a pretty good marriage. I've got two great kids, uh, and then my former marriage that was 28 years got included and. You know, I dated the other, you know, gone, and then I found Linda, and um, I really was taken with her, and I still am. Um, yeah. And we have a lot of um, 
what I like about our relationship, there's so much we have in common. And I think it, when you get to be our age, it's not that easy to find people that uh, are that compatible. But there are wrinkles, and so I had suggested counseling, and we've gotten involved with that, and we're making progress. And I, you know, I tend to be one of these guys that sees the uh, glasses half full all the time. So anyway, yeah. um, what triggered my, you know, what I'm realizing right now in this moment is that how relationships are so friggin' fragile. I mean, they can turn on a dime. And, um, and you've got to really watch out for that. So <clears throat> what happened uh, with this weekend was, was yesterday. So uh, Linda has her uh, birthday on Valentine's Day, and we've had a tradition over the last five years of going out to a um, Oceanside place. And so I always get, you know, try to, because it's her birthday, try to do the best I can. And I did all these preparations, made her, you know, bought five different gifts, wrapped them, uh, all this. I, I felt like I was a good little boy. You know, I did all this stuff and I got the <laughs> A good little boy, room. gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I got, I went, got the best room at the, at the hotel and I got the, right on the water and I got the best room, the best view at the restaurant right on the water. And yeah. I mean, I'd done everything right. Yeah. And, um, but I was supposed to be working, you know, on Valentine's Day, supposed to be working. I had only taken a half day off. And I got a call from my boss at the last minute. It kind of messed up my plans. And I was an hour late to pick her up. Yeah. yeah. And, oh my God, it was like, why are you an hour late? You know, you just, and then we get out to the, so I just, you know, kind of stuffed it, and then we yeah. we got that's, out. That's to, that's 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 really important, right? At that point, when she said that, you shut down immediately, didn't you? Oh yeah. Oh well, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm kind of used to it, <laughs> so it wasn't oh, it boy. wasn't a, a huge deal. Uh, yeah. I just blew it off. I mean, okay. so anyway, we got out to to our place, and she said she wanted to go. Uh, I said, so why don't we check in and we'll relax? And she said, oh, it's my birthday and I get to do what I want to do and I want to have coffee. And I said, fine. So yeah. I said, how about this? How about instead of going, because we usually go to Starbucks, I said, how about we go to the Ritz-Carlton overlooking the ocean? Nice. I said, oh, that's a good idea. So we went to the Ritz-Carlton. We had a great time. We hobnobbed and with the waitress and everything was great. Yeah. And um, so that was a good experience. And then we went outside and we uh, sat with a couple in their little um, outside area. And some guy left and left a bottle of wine, you know, yeah. two-thirds of a bottle of wine. And he yeah. offered it to us. So we split it up four ways. And I had a half a glass of wine. And then, um, you know, we were dry. And then we left. And she took issue with the fact that I'd had half a glass of wine because I was going to have wine at dinner. And then so, we so, you're, the so you're in, you're in continuous shutdown at this point, pretty, pretty I much get, everything that's happening from her is criticism towards you. That's how you exactly, took it. Right? Exactly. Yeah. It's like, okay. and I'm just, 
stuff in this and just saying, okay, I'm going to get, I'm a big boy. I can deal with this. And yeah, now that, so now, then, now, let's, let's slow that down for a minute because that is the downfall point for you, right? You, you, you've been, uh, you're feeling hurt and you're feeling like you're put down and you're saying nothing about it and you're stuffing it. And are you thinking something like, if I could just be strong and endure this, that it will somehow resolve? No, I'm thinking if I say anything about this, it's going to be World War Three. <laughs> yeah, wor- really- yeah, World War Three. That's a light term. I got you. Okay, okay. Yeah. So basically, you're so we- you're entire you're you're cornered entirely. You're trapped at that point, aren't you? Yeah, I mean that's how, exactly how it feels. Yeah, you're trapped. So, so you feel criticized, and she's frustrated. You can't say what you're really feeling, and you're actually I accurate. Want, I don't because I'm sitting there and say, well, if I, I have a choice, I can either stuff it or I can start yeah. World War III. Okay. And I'll, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll for stuffing it. Right? Okay. So I think we I think we are, yeah. are going to head to a commercial. Is that right? Yep, we're going to head to a commercial break, but before we do that, we're going to hear a clip from our previous show. Nothing is missing but your smile. Love is the answer, don't you ask me why. Hi there, it's Derek Hart. What's the one secret to a great romantic relationship? If you're in relationship and want so much more from it, or single and want your perfect partner, let's figure that out for you. No matter what the dilemma, I'll get you thinking about relationships in a new way. Are you too needy or is your partner too needy? That's not the problem. Do you have to love yourself first before you can love another? Nope, not it. So what's the secret? Listening. Hearing the needs of your partner without getting defensive and reactive. But you need the right training to really get how to do this. Life's too short to love the wrong people and life's too short for bad relationship advice. Find me at understandeachother.com. That's understandeachother.com. And we are back on Understand Each Other, talking relationships with Derek Hart. And now we have Linda on on the line with us. Hi, Linda. Hi there. How are you doing? How are you doing? doing What's going on with you? you. Hi. What's happening Um, with you? Well, um, I think you heard from Henry. We had a bit of a rough time. Yeah, um, yeah. And, Sorry about that. Um, I, I think my frustration is that um, we have been spending a lot of time working with you and that what we need to show is our vulnerability um, right. so that we can actually communicate with each other. And I found that just very hard to yeah. have that happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was very frustrating for me. Yeah. I, I yeah. think that's the bottom line. I don't know that we need to go into all the details about, you know, so. Um, I think we got enough uh, details from Henry, actually. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm sure you <laughs> we, did. <laughs> we, we, uh, um, so, so he picks up. Uh, uh, he picks you up an hour late. I, I don't need to get the details exactly right, but there's something about he had to work and he's late, and he picks uh, you up 
And are mm-hmm. you frustrated with him at that point? Are you legitimately I would say frustrated? I was mildly, mildly. Uh, oh, I got I the scenario. Okay. I might have okay. just been like, okay, can we, you know, and then he came here and he had to do some stuff. And it's like, you know, okay, you, can we leave? Uh, no okay. nuclear. I know he uses very big terms, nuclear, World War Three. you yeah. know, went ballistic. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. Not okay. At okay. All. So, so, so the scenario is it's interesting because we 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 want to figure out how you can both take responsibility for what's happening. And so, so can can we talk about your side for a moment? What 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 might Please. be helpful? Yes, so, sure. So, so you know a few things about the sensitivity and what I call the allergies that you have. It's like you're allergic to each other in the relationship still, and. What what happens is if if he's an hour late, he's building up a whole bunch of fear because it's Valentine's Day and it's your birthday. A lot's going mm-hmm. on there. And and he has planned an event for you. He's put all this effort into planning the perfect event. And he is uh, he has another agenda going on there, which is if I do all this stuff right I'm going to get kudos. I'm going to get loved. I'm not going to get in trouble. I'm not going to I'm not going to be beat up. He has mm-hmm. all that happening in him all the time anyway. And yeah. by the time he gets to you and he actually has something legitimately go wrong like he can only make it, you know, an hour late. If you have a mild glance of annoyance, the slightest yeah. eye contact of annoyance, <laughs> He he is getting beaten with a stick and he is in trouble and he's a bad boy. And that's that's an incredibly difficult position for you to be in because you can't be real. Right. You can't just say, hey, that pissed me off and move on. There's no way to do it. Right. Yes, that's true. That's true. Okay, okay. So what do you do? with that experience inside because I'm probably not telling you anything that is surprising to you at all, right? It's all very clear, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So so your vulnerability about what you're feeling um, must cross over into knowing how sensitive he is and put, you know wrap that all in a bubble and put it around both of you and actually what's the most sensitive is the relationship, right? That's the most mm-hmm. sensitive part of the whole thing. So, you know, when he's in that place of total sensitivity to anything you do, uh, you do have choices to kind of help him unravel. Uh, but what's tricky about that is it feels unfair. Like, you know, you, you know, he's, you know, you want him to be a big boy and share what's happening and, but then you have to do it all. It's a conflict, right? It is. And I do understand that I could have said, look, it's, it's okay. I know you're late and I'm a little disappointed, but it's okay. Yeah. I'm not sure that yeah. that would have worked. That would have been enough yeah. that I yeah. even now acknowledged look, he was late. But Yeah. Now let's look at the a, a little bit of a, uh, an, almost an extreme sensitive thing you could say. And then we'll maybe we'll. Uh, uh, talk about if it's a little ridiculous how sensitive you have to be. But if you were to take this a little bit over the top, Mm -hmm. you know, you you would, what you would say to him is, you know, okay, you're an hour late and I bet this is a really big setup 
for you to feel bad if I get annoyed with you about anything you've done wrong, because that's the worst thing for you. You hate when that happens with us, don't you? And I bet you really planned a whole bunch of stuff for us today. And even though I am a little bit annoyed that you're late, I think what you've done is fabulous. And uh, do you want to be in a good place with me? If you did, I, if you did something like that, how, how does that feel? Is that frustrating to be that super sensitive? It's honestly, um, it's a little tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I do understand. I do understand. Yeah. I'm not even sure that if I even mention that I recognize that he's late, and it got me a little bit upset that he could even hear the rest of what I was going to say. That's yeah. the part that worries me, that yeah. if I even, you know, it, it, even if the end goal is to say, but it's okay, and I'm sure it's going to be fine, I'm not sure if I yeah. even utter the words that he could get beyond hearing those words. And that's, yeah. that's the part that concerns me. Yeah. It, it, that, that's the, the, that's yeah. dangerous. I think that's, <laughs> it should be safe. I understand you yeah. saying it, 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 it should be safe. But I, yeah. it doesn't. I don't feel safe doing it. Yeah, and the way to make it safe is to be the wisest, most brilliant one in the moment, and that switches back and forth between both of you. And if you decided to be the wisest, most brilliant one in the moment, you would say something to make it safe. And you, you do mm -hmm. have choice points to where that is mm -hmm. possible. You know, you, you you do have the ability to say, okay, I think Henry. I think you're completely upset and I think you're scared that I'm upset with you and I think you're feeling bad and you're completely frustrated at me right now and scared, but I'm going to stay right here. I'm going to stay present with you. I'm going to be with you. It's okay if you're scared. I'm going to stand here until you come back. Okay. I, I hear that. that. Is it? Yeah. 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 Because what uh, what happens is you're then triggered, right? You're triggered. And it's, you know, Henry's coming forward with his World War III idea. And what, what happens for you when, when he's super upset and he's super loud and aggressive, let's say, you kind of shrivel, right? Like you, I shrivel. You, it just, I definitely it's just shrivel. Terrifying. So I, yeah. I think as soon as he walked in and I knew he was late yeah. and I wasn't that happy, I already knew that. I was going to be walking on eggshells yeah, because yeah. if he realizes he's done something wrong, he's, yeah. if he's done something wrong, he's angry at me. Yeah. 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 And we're, whether or not I'm angry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's angry we're, at me because he did, he did something wrong and he knows it wasn't perfect. And then he's angry at me. So I'm immediately starting yeah. to shrivel and walk on eggshells. And, yeah. you know, I mean, so I know he brought up, because I, I, I read the letter, that um, I said I had yeah. wanted a coffee and not to drink before dinner. And even that I thought was so brave of me to say yeah. what I wanted to do. I mean, that's how cautious I am. Yeah. Just to say, yeah. you know, I, I'd really rather have a cup of coffee if it's okay. I mean, that's just, yeah. I, I'm just so tenuous. Yeah, yeah. What we have to do, what we have to do, is wrap you in a bubble, and uh, mm -hmm. I, I want to talk about that for a moment. So here's what I want to do. Mm -hmm. I want to go to okay. a commercial. 
I want to okay. keep you on. I want to keep just you on, Linda, for about four or five minutes into the next okay. session. And then I want to have Henry and you stay on. So so you come back. For, uh, we'll be back in a, in a moment. Okay. You there, Lori? Yep. We'll be back in a okay. moment. If you want to check okay. out Derek's site, it's understandeachother.com. I don't feel the emotional connection often mm -hmm. with you. My soul needs that to be able to share physically and intimately. And so I continue to back off and say, it'll come. I know we'll be okay. Your sexual needs aren't being met. I came in the house the other day and you were doing porn and it hurt me deeply. I understood it and I didn't want you to feel embarrassed. It makes me feel as though there's an invasion now in the house and there are other mm -hmm. female images that you have and perhaps expectations. And I'm just dying to have a sexual connection with you and to have more emotional connection with you so that I can get there. We hold each other now and that's good. But I'm just dying inside with this. Mm -hmm. When I speak my truth to you, I feel unheard a lot of the time. Hey, you walk with me and you talk to me Guide me through the darkest night Well, hello, it's Derek Hart. Have you noticed that most people give awful relationship advice? I mean, when was the last time you got advice that really helped? With online dating, who makes the first move? Do you wait for a guy to ask you out? What if you feel you had a great date and he responds eight days later for a last-minute dinner? What do you do? How long should you wait to ask somebody if they want a commitment? Do you have sex with somebody before any discussion about commitment? Should you really discuss your previous relationships with a new dating partner? What really happens when you do that? How do you tell somebody that you'd prefer an actual phone call instead of a hundred text messages? The answers to these questions and more can be found at understandeachother.com. Teach me what is wrong or right, oh yeah. You took me to a higher place. And we're back on Understand Each Other. Let's talk relationships. We've got coach Derek, relationship coach Derek Hart. And we have on the line uh, Linda. So, Linda, welcome back. Thank you. Yeah. And Derek, do you uh, want to continue on? Yeah, and I believe we have Henry, too. Uh, you there, Henry? I am here. Hi, Linda. Okay. I, still, I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, we have both of them on. So, so I want I want to say one thing that I, I left off with in the last segment about, uh, you know, uh, the sensitivities that you have are uh, this incredibly beautiful thing. You know, I, I think people, the sensitivity that most people have is is the entryway into their heart. Unfortunately, what happens in relationships where that sensitivity is not uh, 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 dealt with well and couples get into the incredibly uh, uh, obvious patterns of fighting and arguing and not listening to each other and not hearing each other, what happens is they uh, push each other's buttons and their sensitivities uh, get harmed and hurt and it's just painful. So I think we have that situation going on with, with Henry and Linda a little bit to where no, there's oh, not. The, not at all. Yeah. No. There, there's, the, their sensitivities are 
uh, not uh, experienced as joyful pathways to intimacy, <laughs> it's, it's, it, it, to say the least. They are triggered and the sensitivity, it's almost like they, they have no idea what to do with the sensitivities. So it's almost like we have to wrap a bubble around those sensitivities. And whereas you might be walking on eggshells, it's almost like I'm asking you to walk on eggshells even more, but from a little bit of a different angle, which is really understanding how sensitive the, the uh, uh, feeling offended uh, process gets between both of them. So uh, uh, Linda was talking about, you know, not knowing what to do and how to express her feelings. And so was Henry, you know, as you were both listening to each other, uh, didn't it seem like you're both experiencing just about the exact same thing? Like you're triggered right from the beginning and there's no option to express that. There's just, you're just both cornered at that point. Is that true? How I'm describing that for both of you? That's how I Henry? felt. That's how you felt. I, I, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like, I don't know what to say. I mean, it's like, it almost felt like anything I would say would be futile. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Linda, uh, when, when Henry says that, Linda, do you feel that you would be willing to hear anything he has to say? Oh, I, I believe me, I have to hear plenty he has to say. <laughs> He's not shy about talking uh, or lecturing or explaining or yeah. defending um, what I was trying to do in this situation where uh, was to use the tools that you gave us to say, okay, let's get to a vulnerable point. Let's not go over this happened, what, when, where. Let's not make this a left brain activity. Let's get to those sensitivities. Let's get to our feelings. Let's get to how we're feeling really hurt. And... It, um, so I tried to explain how I had been hurt, yeah. and and he would just be yelling at me that, you know, I heard you, don't tell me I didn't hear you, and that's like, that's completely, you know, as opposed to being soft. So I was trying to find a way to get, through my vulnerability, softness, and not a left brain you know, explanation or defense, but just a, a softness. And he actually, you know, would say to me, like, well, what am I supposed to do? And I kept bringing up, well, do it. Pretend Derek is sitting there. And that got him even madder. So <laughs> I finally at one point said, oh, oh. okay, you know what? Forget me. Yeah. Forget me. Let's do you. You're okay. obviously really hurt and upset, too. Okay. But it's got to be vulnerable. Yeah. So I'm ready. I'm willing. I'm going to listen. And he was just still so angry that there wasn't that vulnerable spot, so it wasn't working. But um... yeah, yeah. the The direction that uh, I, I I want to go with this is sometimes we can get a little lost in the in the concept of vulnerability because you two are you two are very versed in it, and. Uh, even, you know, just, just like the phrase, I love you can be the most loving thing in the world or, you know, could feel completely out of context and offensive. 
you know, mm-hmm. the, the word vulnerable can get overused in its meaning. Mm, I agree and, with that. Yeah. Yeah. And so another way to look at this is I want to tell you there's a different conversation to have. And it's a little bit uh, uh, kind of overriding the conversation you were trying to have. And the conversation is using a little bit more almost extreme words and how sensitive things are. But it, it, it's a way to disarm, I believe, any level of sensitivity that you're having. And let, let me just throw out some phrases to you to, to explain what I mean. So the kind of vulnerability and honesty I'm talking about would be saying something like, you know, here we are in the biggest difficulty we have in our relationship, which is uh, having it be impossible to share what's happening when it's happening. I get offended, you get offended, and here we are yet again. Is that experience happening for you? Do you feel that? Here we are. How about no matter how frustrated we are, let's both be in this extremely difficult moment where it's impossible to connect with each other. There is absolutely nothing we could say to each other right now to make it better. How about we shake hands on what a mess we're in? That would be more truthful than anything. Mm-hmm. How, yeah. how, how does that how does that feel to both of you? Does that feel like feels great. I mean, feels honest honest to me. I mean, it's like, that's exactly how I felt. Yeah. 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 And then, and then to be a little more specific, either one of you could, you know, you know, you know, you know, Henry could say, no matter what I try to say right now, and no matter what you try to say right now, I feel like I've done it wrong and that I'm a bad person and that no matter what happens, I will not get this right. And that, I don't even know if I'm going to leave or you're going to leave, but all I know is I feel bad, but I'm going to sit right here and just be with that. Would you sit here next to me and be with me while I'm in that distress or while I'm hurt? You know, really kind of reaching into the confusion of it, right? Because it's absolutely impossible to know what to do. Yeah. um, Yeah. I, I definitely hear you. Yeah. I, I, I want to be very careful here not to make you statements, but yeah. Um, no matter what you say, it doesn't work. There's just a lot of explaining and lecturing yeah. and yeah. It, it, so the, the quiet, the talking, the just like, yeah. It's either I'm so angry I'm going to walk away or I'm going to explain my way out of this. And I yeah. feel those are the two options I'm given. Yeah. Um, and I would welcome just some silence and holding hands and like, okay, yeah. you know, yeah. we're, yeah. we're in this together. We know it's really bad, yeah. but we're both hurting. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? Yeah. I want to interject. I mean, it's like um, actually, hold, actually, hold on for one sec, Henry. I think we got to yeah. go to commercial one more time. Is that right, Lori? Right. Yep. Gonna we're go going to go break. to commercial, and Henry, hold your thought. Yep. Hang on. Yep. Do you want to check out Derek's site? It's understandeachother.com. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. <laughs> 
is not what you take, but is what you give. Is not what you face. Hi, it's Derek Hart. Now, have you enrolled yet in dating school? Well, I know it doesn't exist. So, how are you going to deal with dating in modern society? What do you do when you get a text from somebody that just says, "Hey, what's up?" How do you protect yourself from people that just disappear? How do you not waste your time? Should a woman ask a man out on a date? Should a man pay for dinner? How long should you wait to have sex? How do you determine if you've met somebody who wants a real life commitment? And how do you recognize within the first week how somebody's going to treat you two years later? This is what we learn in the Relationship Mastery Course. Dating school enrollment is open. Come sign up at understandeachother.com. That's understandeachother.com. And here we are back on Understand Each Other. Let's talk relationships with Derek Hart, and we have Linda and Henry on the line. All right, Henry, talk to me. Tell me what's going on. What your thought was? Oh, geez. Um, refresh me. Um, <laughs> I think you were going to say something uh, uh, that you might have differed with me on. Uh, about how to be vulnerable. Uh, Lin- Linda was saying there's a problem with uh, too much lecture coming from you. I oh, believe. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. So, okay, so I I don't know. I just think men in general, well, I don't, I'm don't. i not going to speak to men in general, but I tend I do. to be, pardon? <laughs> I do. <laughs> no, go ahead, yeah. go ahead. But go ahead. I, I, I think I tend to be a problem solver. So I want to figure, I want to learn and move forward and I want to learn and move forward and most importantly, leave the bad experience behind. I want to, you know, and so I'm always analyzing what happened. What was the actual words that were said that triggered me? What were the words that were said that triggered you? And what, you know, what, what was the, what was the you know the actual situation that led up to the trigger, right? And so yeah. when I try to do that, Linda takes it as like you know she poo-poo's that, and she wants me to just I don't know I don't know what she wants. I mean, honestly, I think women are are so different from guys. I'm, yeah. I'm 70 years old and I'm still friggin' trying to figure them out. I mean, they just Everything is feeling, and guys are more left brain, and that's just the way we are. And it's like, why did we, you know, why did God put us together? Yeah. All right. All right. All right, Henry. Let me talk. Let me talk to the male brain in you for a second, okay? Okay. Yeah. All right. I want you to take, you know, a piece of paper out, just in your mind, right? Just take out. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna flow chart this. All right. Okay. And. You showed up late, maybe, and Linda was frustrated, and that scared you, and you were upset about that, and then you responded by saying something about it, but you mostly bit your tongue and held in your feelings, and then you knew she was still upset with you, and she was over there on the other side uh, cowering, like waiting for you to get – Stewing. Stewing, waiting waiting for you to get angry at her and and waiting to shrivel, and then at that point – No, I don't think so. 
I didn't put off any vibes on on, the, on that occasion. Oh, 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 okay, okay. But let me let me keep going. So, so she's waiting for that, and then basically you're in this frustration, and you're trying to find a way through. You want? Let me tell you how to find a way through. Okay. Yeah. You, you put a big circle around all of that, the whole story, and then you put it in the recycle bin. All right. You throw it out. Because the story of he said, she said, what happened is not the important part. Okay, are you following? I'm with you so far. Okay, throw it in the recycle bin, all right? And then check in with your feelings, and you become as general as you can, and you say, I think messy things have happened, and I feel bad, and all I want is to connect with you. Hmm. Because, because trying to go and figure out if detail number seven, subsection 4L, was the, was the, was the thing that got her upset. Quit laughing, Linda. <laughs> if, you, if you get to subsection 4L and then, you know, sub, with subscript underscore two, and you figure out, oh, that's the reason I'm, why she's upset with me. You know what? You're never going to get anywhere. It's not the you know, path I, I, to connect I'm starting there. to realize that. You know, it's funny because I just wrote a thing to my lawyer, and, and I did exactly – I wrote a long legalistic thing. And <laughs> it's like – it doesn't – you know, it's like – you know, it's frustrating because that's how a guy – that's how I think. I'm very logical and stuff, and it's like totally useless with yeah. Yeah, well, well, it's 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 useful to be smart and to be intelligent, but we are moving into a different arena here, which is emotional intelligence. And I'll tell you, the one way I want to appeal to the male mind is by saying, if you can figure out how to just name what you're upset about, and and and. and without blaming her for causing it and, and then figure out how to bring her closer to you, y your conversations are no longer three hours. They're like five minutes. Yeah, but and, let, let, me, let, me just, let me come back on that. So sure. today, it, you're not being vulnerable. I said, okay, so I'm going to be vulnerable. I said, I'm feeling totally frustrated. I'm feeling, feeling um, hopeless. I'm feeling yeah. disappointed. I'm feeling... Yeah. And that wasn't enough. It was like, well, I didn't do it right, right? Yes. I yeah. felt Can... judged in the way I was expressing my vulnerability. It's yeah. like I can never do anything good enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's the deeper story to start. Can I can I react to that, to Eric? Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So uh, as I, I mentioned, I did say, please be vulnerable, and he did say all that. But before I had a chance, or we had a chance to connect on that level, yeah. then he got to section subset three, and then he goes on and on why he's feeling that way, and he yeah. just started right in again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's when I was saying, that's the part that wasn't working. Yes, I, I heard that, and I was ready and prepared to say, I understand that, and I'm really yeah. sorry. But I can see how frustrated was... you are. But he immediately started then just going on and on and on about everything. And, and so we were right, right back where we were. And I even said, stop being so left brain, yeah. you know? And, then, and then, he, then he really got upset about that. So I was trying yeah. to get to a point 
yeah. you know, that, where that, when that, I say that, vulnerable, it's not the yeah. words. Yeah. Of, of let me get, it's let me, the, let me, the feeling let, of just let, being open and, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let me give you one last uh, thought before we go to commercial. So, uh, Linda, in, in, you know, instead of, you know, stop doing this or stop being, you know, you know, let me give you a, a different set of words, you know, mm-hmm. you know, oh, sweet, dear Henry, I love you so much. And oh, I know you're, I know oh, you're, I love I, you. I love okay. that. I love that. Okay. Oh, dear, sweet Henry, I love you so much. And your stories are beautiful, but it's not going to make us have a beautiful evening holding each other tonight. So I know your stories are important to you right now. I'm willing to listen to them. But if you want to stop telling them right now, I will love you from this moment forward. So that's an that's that's a new thought. So let's go to a commercial. And uh, I'm glad you guys were on. Will you guys come back on? Yeah. Okay. All right. You okay, okay well, Linda? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I'll talk to you guys again. All right. We're going to wrap up another another great show with you, Derek. Thanks for joining us today on Understand Each Other, Let's Talk Relationships with Derek Hart. You can check out his site at understandeachother.com. That's understandeachother.com. Hello, Derek. This is Sarah. I just had to call you because what I have learned from you has helped me so much in my life where I really wanted to argue, but I decided to listen. Remember that that was his experience and his reality. I'm putting myself out there. If the guy follows through, then great. And if he doesn't, then I can just forget about it and move on. And that is like such a huge feeling of like excitement and relief, you know, because that guy is now not in my head anymore. And when you're like going away, I don't know what's happening and you're not telling me a lot. Like, am I just making up the story like it has nothing to do with this relationship? And I don't want to ask for reassurance because you hate reassurance. I don't know what to do. (laughs) The biggest fear that lives in me right now. I know that everyone's going to die one day, but like, are you going to leave? Like, that's even scarier. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Really, Derek, amazing work. Yeah, you're going to make a huge difference in the world. You already are, one couple at a time. And we're back on Understand Each Other, Let's Talk Relationships. Uh, now, Derek, that, that was a pretty interesting uh, conversation between the couple. So maybe for people who are listening out there, can you kind of make it a little bit more concise so they can see, I guess, you know, the situation from each person and how they were handling it? And then do uh, maybe a little summary at the end, again, of, you know, in a short version of what someone can do if they're in a situation like that. Yeah. The most common thing that couples go through when they're not connecting with each other is that they don't know how to listen to each other because they've hurt each other's feelings so many times. Uh, they have offended each other and... You know, it's real interesting. I think couples, uh, what they don't understand sometimes is that they're going to hurt each other. If you're in a romantic relationship, you're going to hurt each other's feelings. What what couples don't know how to do is recover from hurting each other's feelings. They don't know how to repair and recover from it. And uh, that's that's a little bit of what Henry and Linda are going through at the moment. Uh, they, 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 they hurt each other's feelings and don't know how to unwind from it. And the longer this has been going on, 
the more they have to learn a different conversation to name the distress at the deepest level they can find. And that's what I help them do. I help them root out. I help them sort out and locate the deepest things they could say to each other to slow it down. And when you find those deep things, they're so incredibly simple. It's just, I'm hurting, I'm stressed, and I want to name all these details about why, and I'm not quite sure that will help. What do you think? Did you find it to be a common thing where people kind of assume, like, me with my other half, I assume that I've been with him for a number of years, and he should know how I feel. Like, it should be an automatic (laughs) response and vice versa. Well, it's a beautiful thing when you're more in sync with each other, and here's the key, that you care about how the other person feels. But here's what happens to the mind. If you offend each other enough times and you get frustrated with each other and you're not connecting, you lose this really important part of, of, of the relationship, which is I don't care what you're feeling any longer because I'm hurting too much. And that's the problem. And so you're able to get that that response out from each of them. But you are when you worked with this couple, did they each see you separately or do they come together or all of that? They come together and I'm I'm almost uh, I call it sometimes catching the bullet. Uh, They're they're aiming their distress and their frustration at me and I absorb it. And then I teach them how to communicate differently about it. So they're getting their frustration out, but I teach them a new kind of communication. And and, and believe it or not, they're pretty frustrated uh, tonight with each other and yesterday, but they have come a long way. Their ability to communicate is a hundred times better than it was six months ago. It's a pretty miraculous change they've had. Yeah, so when you're sitting with the the couple and you can almost put yourself into the shoes of either partner to kind of, I guess, give the conversation or the words to say to the other one. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of where my ideas work a lot of the time. I can think of what the partner needs to hear and then I teach the other one how to say it to them. And it seems a little antiquated, but it's really not. We get to the heart of the matter very quickly. Uh, and right, I'll well, see this couple again, and we'll really get to it soon. Sounds good. Thanks, thanks for all of that. And thank you for joining us today on Understand Each Other, Let's Talk Relationships with Derek Hart. You can check out his site at understandeachother.com. That's understandeachother.com. Join us again next week for more exciting topics that can help you and your partner. Shine the light on everyone so they may find their way. Hey, it's Derek Hart. Now, are you in a romantic relationship? How's it working for you? Couples come to me and tell me how complicated their problems are. But you want to know a secret? Couples only have one problem. Unfortunately, it's the problem that destroys trust. The problem? Not listening, not knowing how, or forgetting how. You're being too sensitive. You're overreacting. Ever heard that? What you must learn to rebuild a troubled relationship is listening. It's an art form. Work with me on your relationship and fall back in love with your partner. Your relationship will never be the same, and maybe that's a good thing. Send me a private confidential message through my website, understandeachother.com, and let's help you find the love of your life, who's probably right in front of you. Understandeachother.com Nothing is missing but your smile. Love is the end.